yeah, mm-hmm. to see in what kind of situations my life is has struggles or uh, is falling apart again and again. So awareness is the first step. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you for joining me today. For those of you that are watching the replay, welcome. Thank you. Make sure you say hello in the comments and let me know that you have tuned in. And for those of you who are starting to hop on live, hello, welcome. Thank you for joining us. So today I have the absolute pleasure of speaking to Swanette. Swanette guides mission-driven business leaders, and solopreneurs to overcome their upper limit problems. She helps them to kick the invisible glass ceiling that is still holding them back from achieving their true potential and working in their genius zone. Swanette, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So why don't you start off by telling people What is an upper limit problem? For those people that haven't heard that phrase before, haven't heard that terminology, what is that at its core? Yeah, so um, we often see that people go into kind of loops or like go to a certain area in their business or in their relationship and then at a certain point it breaks down. Mm-hmm. So this means that, uh, for example, they can see, okay, they, they um, become the CEO of a certain business. And then if they want to reach the next level, like going, for example, from six to seven level, then uh, they feel that, okay, they try to reach it and then something happens and it goes down again. Or mm-hmm. in a relationship, they're very close to a marriage and then they feel, okay, something happens, the relationship breaks down. And this means that there is a kind of a limit like an invisible glass ceiling, they can't see, but it is there. Otherwise, this uh, loops w- wouldn't happen. So and, they almost uh, go up and they kind of bounce off it and bounce down again. Yeah, yeah. So to say, uh, it is like, you no. Know, if you imagine uh, that there's a glass ceiling and they go up, 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 and then bounce, go, mm. they go down. Yeah. And uh, often it is not clear what is behind. So um, mm. this can be that, uh, for example, they have, Uh, blocking beliefs about themselves or it can be that there are uh, traumas from childhood or even if you believe in that that there are still uh, connections from past life that have an uh, yeah energetically connection to this present time and therefore uh, something happens that stops them from going to another level so if we have an upper limiting problem will that be obvious to us or or at least will we have some kind of awareness of it that we're striving for a goal that we seem to get close to and then back off from and seem to get close to and back off from? Will that be the pattern for us if we have this issue in our lives? Yeah, this will be the pattern. But sometimes people are aware of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they are not. You know? they're, they're just uh, feeling that they are stuck or that they are struggling, but it is not clear for them why this happens. Yeah, even though people from outside uh, often can can see it, but the person himself uh, is sometimes not uh, able to see that. Yeah, and presumably that causes a lot of frustration for people as well and a lot of kind of, why is this happening? Why can't I get past this? What is wrong with me type feelings? Exactly. So um, it is this feeling that, okay, I put in so much uh, effort and really try to achieve this goal and it really, it really feels like no, it's already in, in the, kind of in my hands, but then something happens and uh, everything falls apart again. 
And um, with that, of course, comes frustration and also the feeling, yeah, am I good enough for reaching out to that? Or am I lovable, for example, in relationships? Uh, does he really love me? Am I worthy to, to reach out to that? Or is it uh, not for me? Mm, yeah, absolutely. And so if we are experiencing this in our lives, if we can see these things happening, if we've kind of got awareness from listening to you speaking about it and, and realize, hang on a minute, that sounds like, that sounds like me. That sounds like something that's happening in my life, whether it's in my business or my personal life. What can we do about it? How do we, how do we sort that? Yeah, first of all, it's really becoming aware to see the pattern. Yeah, mm -hmm. to see in what kind of situations my life is has struggles or uh, is falling apart again and again. So awareness is the first step. Mm -hmm. And then if you have this awareness to see, okay, what do I believe in this moment about myself? Is there something that is limiting me? Like, do I think about myself or oh, I'm not worthy to have this job or Uh, I'm not uh, lovable enough that this person really wants to marry me. Or, um, yeah, so understand what are the thoughts you have in this kind of situation that are not bringing you into more flourishing, but are holding you back. This is mm -hmm. the next step. Understand, okay, there is something. Perhaps you can also see that there are kind of triggers that can remember you in a situation that you had before, like, oh, Looking into the past, now I had this beautiful relationship, and uh, now when we, I really fell in love with this uh, person, then uh, everything uh, becomes stuck, and, and we broke uh, up. And so it is like, okay, there is a pattern. Perhaps this happened already before, so now I'm in kind of the same situation. Perhaps this will happen again. So mm. seeing is there a trauma about something that happens in the past. And I believe that this will happen in the future again. So you're almost preempting the trauma again to, in some kind of strange way to protect yourself from it happening again, you almost prompt it again. Yes, it, you can say it like that. So do not come into the same situation again, like feeling um, hurt or feeling a lot of pain or uh, even anxiety uh, or feeling lost. Um, you don't go into the same situation again, but you, you reject it. And mm -hmm. this is often not that people are really aware about these kind of situations. But as soon as you see the pattern, yeah, if you go into a kind of a meta position and look, okay, so this happens again and again and again, then you can understand, okay, there is something in my past that hinders me to go on with the future. So, mm -hmm. and there's no need that the past will like uh, describe how the how your future uh, shall look like but if you are in the present moment repeating pattern mm -hmm. then of course uh, you will have the same outcome again yeah absolutely and are there so when we're trying to explore this ourselves are there specific questions we can ask ourselves or is a is there a way that we can kind of talk ourselves through this to try and identify what the thoughts and beliefs and triggers might be Or is it just a question of replaying the situation in our mind to try and unpack it? So one thing is, of course, to you know, go through typical blocking beliefs people have. So there, there are kind of a list and you can figure out, okay, is there something that resonates with me? You know? mm -hmm. Also in this moment, when you 
are in this situation really feeling into that, mm-hmm. feeling into what is, are the symptoms in your body? How does it feel you know, like if you imagine something will happen or mm-hmm. if you are in a situation, what are the thoughts that are coming up and write them down? Yeah, see, okay, what do I really think about myself in certain situations? And then, of course, the next step is to uh, use some tools like uh, clearing these blockages or, you know, you can use, for example, tools uh, from energy healing. You can use uh, also um, reframing from NLP or other tools to uh, to solve these and clear these uh, old blockages and then kind of opening the room with new affirmations to think about yourself uh, and therefore changing, of course, the, uh, the outcome. Amazing. So can you give us an example of some of those tip- typical blocking beliefs that people might have that they might hear today and think, oh, wait, hang on. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. So one that is really, really typical is I'm not enough. Hmm. And this can mean I'm, I'm not uh, enough for having abundance. I'm not enough for having a very deep relationship for being loved unconditionally. So this is like a main topic. Like I'm not worthy to, to be in such a beautiful house. I'm, I'm not enough for having such, uh, living in such a beautiful environment. So like not being enough. And then from there goes like, I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not the person uh, others would like. And all these kind of things that are around self-worth, self-love. And does this type of belief then essentially lead to a self-sabotage situation? Of course, it does. Mm. Because uh, it is. we have to start with our self-love and then, of course, it goes out and it is me, it is us, it is the world. So from inside out, if we don't feel that we are uh, the ones that love, of ourselves how can someone else love us unconditionally and we also how can we love someone else so and have good relationship and good relationship is uh, not only having a, a partner like a romantic part or partner but also uh, in in uh, bus- the business context and uh, in friendship yeah you we always need relationship to other people for example yeah and i'm thinking too you know with the i am not enough i am not worthy belief as well if we take that into a business context that presumably therefore leads to people not quoting prices fully or not even showing up on sales calls because they're scared and they don't think they're worthy of the job you know it has a it has ramifications in our business for the business growth as well presumably absolutely so of course if you feel that you are not worthy having a certain kind of job or mm. getting uh, if you're an entrepreneur getting a, a certain amount of a fee uh, this has to do with your self-worth if mm. you show up fully and think okay i know that i have my skills and i have my experiences and uh, yeah i'm worthy for for mm. doing this job you show up differently and yeah. of course you will have other uh, success with that Yeah, and we can absolutely see how with those types of thought processes, you would come up against this this glass ceiling, this blockage where you get to a certain point and then it's like, oh, wait, no, hang on. And you end up spiraling into those beliefs and kind of sitting in those. Yeah, and you you start questioning if you're doing the right things. And even though you, you are already 
close to uh, your potential. You will never use your whole potential uh, if you don't believe that you are worthy to to stand out, for example, if you're worthy to uh, have uh, success. Mm. You, you always will start limiting yourself with making mistakes or not showing up uh, in your full potential. And this, of course, shows others, okay, it is true that he is not or she is not mm. as good as she predicts to be. Yeah. Yeah, and that that in itself is fascinating too, isn't it? Because it's not as if we are making mistakes on purpose, for example. This is all very much sitting in our subconscious. And it, and it's almost it's almost as if our our mind is attacking itself with that because because actually we are we're doing things that are going against what one part of our brain says we want to achieve and and that is um that's quite scary for people i think <laughs> no, it, perhaps uh, you can see it this, this way we are all creators of our own life and very true yeah so um on the one hand of course we can create things that are not very helpful for us but on the other hand if we understand the mechanism and solve it then we can create and and really manifest what uh, we want to have and uh, i think it is only really getting aware that th there are mechanisms in the background you are perhaps not aware of because you are not consciously aware of your, your subconscious is of course aware of that because it has all the information yeah but uh, this will be uh, a situation where something always happens again and again and yeah stops the flow you could be in if you would get rid of uh, all the the beliefs that are hindering you in your yeah, career or yeah, absolutely. So let's flip it to the positive side of this. So we said, you know, we can identify the blocking beliefs that we have. And then you mentioned kind of setting new affirmations. How do people do that? So to see if I have a, a belief about myself, I'm not not worthy. Mm. So the the opposite would be that I'm a wonderful person that um, I'm really worth because I'm already existing and yeah. I can contribute to uh, to the world and uh, make a change, for example. So mm -hmm. understanding what is kind of the opposite and start telling yourself right that. So it is one procedure like using affirmation uh, to form sentences that are contributing yourself that are positive uh, that are helpful for achieving something more and mm -hmm. you can pin them on your mirror uh, in the bathroom and every time you go into and you you speak out to them speak them loud out to yourself so what we normally do is we speak this negative sentences about mm -hmm. ourselves oh how can you be so stupid like behaving this way or no uh, you're so crazy doing this kind of thing and wow, what a decision you made. So we, we speak sentences to ourselves that we normally wouldn't say to other people, mm, but we say them to ourselves. Yeah. And changing them to the positive will always mm. already tell your mind, okay, yeah, look at this, look at the positive things, look what you already uh, have done. 
One other thing that I use is gratitude. Mm. That every evening before you go to sleep, write down what have you been grateful today. So grateful for the people you met, <laughs> for experiences you had, for mm -hmm. goals you achieved. So different things. What are you grateful for? And with that, you program your, your mind already during the sleep to change the focus, change the focus to the positive. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I imagine some people listening will think, well, that's all great. I can stand in front of the mirror and tell myself I'm worthy, but I know I'm going to have this almost this devil on my shoulder saying, no, you're not. Don't be so yeah. silly. Have you seen that thing you did yesterday? Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> how do we how do we get rid of that that that, that thing on our shoulder that it, it's kind of yeah exactly like ping it away how do we get over that that hurdle that I suspect happens for a lot of people where yes they're saying these positive affirming words but actually their their brain is is kind of you know giving them giving them chat back basically yeah so one thing is to understand what are the situations where this pops up mm. and we have the possibility also with some healing techniques to um, change the emotions that are stuck in the body like imagine if you are uh, telling yourself you are so stupid and no you are not lovable and um, that there will always be an emotion of perhaps sadness with that or like feeling un feeling unworthy and other emotions and they got stuck in the body It's really like they, they'll create clusters. And you can often see, see already in many people like how their wrinkles are. Um, uh, if, if they are always very angry, they have wrinkles here. Mm, yes. If, if they're always thinking, they have wrinkles here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and if, if they're smiling. I'm kind of looking at myself in the camera now. I'm like, what? hang on, what do I need to <laughs> I can't see any wrinkles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah you, you can you can see in in people's faces also how they stand, uh, like the the uh, way that the body is. Um, what are the thoughts and the emotions they do have constantly? Mm. And therefore, we see that these emotions get stuck in the body, and with that, of course it starts a certain kind of biochemistry. So, for example, if you are angry all the time, then you have a lot of uh, adrenaline in your body. And uh, this will show up in having problems with your stomach. So it is like you have a certain situation, you have an interpretation of the situation. With that comes emotions, with that comes biochemistry, and with that comes symptoms in your body. So there, this is like what is going on. And, of course, we can break it at, at the beginning, understanding, okay, how can I interpret a si situation differently? Because um, what I sometimes use is uh, a team of consultants. That is like Pippi Langstrumpf, mm -hmm. uh, Gandalf, uh, and uh, like you, you have different kind of personalities. Mm. And I ask them, how would you interpretate this kind of situation and you will get really different answers to that. Mm. So the way we we interpretate a situation is just because of our mindset, because of our education, culture, etc. 
But as soon as you ask someone else, how would you interpret the situation? And you don't need another person for that. You can use figures from whatever, no? Batman or... No? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can use uh, other people you know uh, you could uh, ask, but yeah, you can also uh, use figures uh, from, from movies or mm. whatever. And ask them, how would you interpret the situation and how would you handle them? And you yeah. see, you get a lot of different perspectives on the same situation, which means that the first one would say, oh, no, don't care, make it easy, uh, no, uh, it, everything will go well. The next one would say, uh, choose wisely, uh, understand what is behind, understand the facts and interpret that. And the next one would say, just be strong and go through and whatever. Yeah. So, and with that... Uh, you, you get a, a, a chance to take a choice what interpretation you use. Yeah, and I think that's really important for people to understand is that it is actually a choice. Yeah, if you if you are able to to uh, put a stop in between the situation and the automatically reaction you will have on that because of your yeah education and everything you had before. If you stop it in between and just give yourself a second and say, okay, if my interpretation is not the only one, it is only one, it's not the only one, what could be interpretation of the situation and what could be reactions on that? This yeah, and I think, I think that's really important as well in business when we're dealing with our team or we're dealing with clients, um, understanding that there are various ways to look at things and where various ways to interpret what's happening. And our immediate go-to response is not necessarily the one that's going to get us where we want to get to. It's not necessarily the one that's going to serve us and serve us in our lives the best way. This is so true. And of course, um, we will see that also in uh, working in teams, we always have the same struggles again and again with, with the same people. And mm. this means that there is a pattern below. Otherwise, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. And as soon as you change your perspective and see, okay, if I go, for example, in the perspective of my colleague and try to understand her, how does the situation look like then? Or go mm -hmm. into the situation of my boss or the client or the customer. They all have different perspectives because they all have different needs on that. Mm -hmm. And they come also with their own mindset. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. one thing could be to have a stop there. But then, of course, if we already have our interpretation to see what emotions come up with that. Mm -hmm. So... Is it something that is a typical emotion for myself that I always go into uh, uh, becoming angry, for example? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we you know the biochemistry and the rest. Mm -hmm. Or is it possible that I stop also this emotion coming up and see, okay, what other emotion is perhaps below? Why am I getting angry? Because I have the feeling that I'm uh, not seen. Yes. Or that I, yeah, that I have the feeling that uh, I, I'm betrayed because uh, no, this was my my uh, job I've done, and mm -hmm. uh, someone else got the certification mm -hmm. for that. Yeah, so, what is the underlying emotion? So, going deeper in the like 
the first up popping emotion and going deeper and deeper and deeper, seeing what is below, what is below, and where do I really end in the emotion? So what is the source of that? Yeah, and presumably we can do that through things like just talking out loud to ourselves, journaling, those types of techniques? Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So um, journaling is, is one good thing, but also like uh, sitting and really feeling inside. And you don't need a lot of time. You can go five minutes and, and take yourself a coffee and uh, just go through, okay, what is coming up? What next is coming up? And yeah, having this inner view. And of course, if you are aware of that, it is always good to 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 journal or document to see if there are you no know, pattern or things that happen again and again. So uh, journaling always good, yeah. Yeah, and this this pattern recognition, um, I guess, takes us back to understanding the upper limiting problem. If we're spotting those patterns, then actually, it's all kind of it's all feeding each other. Of course it is, yeah, because if you have beliefs that stop you from doing the next step in the hierarchy or that uh, stop you from uh, speaking on a stage or that stop you from being in good connection with uh, your colleagues or with your team, then you would always come to a certain limit and break down again. And this is what needs to be seen, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So... Let's speak about gratitude journaling. You touched on gratitude being a part of this and being able to be grateful. I know that sometimes when I've tried gratitude journaling, I've basically wanted to write the same thing every day. I'm guessing that's not part of the part of the plan. <laughs> and just writing every day, you know, I'm grateful for my children, I'm grateful for my husband. Do we when we're gratitude journaling, do we need to be aware that actually writing is, is writing the same thing every day helpful or not really that helpful? I wouldn't say that it is not helpful, but mm -hmm. uh, it, it goes really to be more aware uh, of the moments we have in our life. Mm -hmm. So what are, what is a wonderful moment we had uh, during the day that is more specific? And of course it can be with your husband or children mm -hmm. or Uh, mm. your, your colleagues but sometimes it is uh, like having a, a hot a pot of coffee in the morning seeing the sun uh, sunrise mm. yeah and it is especially uh, important that you feel emotions to that, mm. that really feel, yeah that you really feel wow this was was such a nice moment and it sometimes are really little moments it, it is not that Uh, there must be an hour of, of, of gratitude, yeah, but it is like, yeah, a smile of your, your uh, child or yeah, yeah um, uh, someone uh, bringing you uh, flowers or yeah. little things, yeah, and you really in this moment have to feel it. So it is mm -hmm. a kind of a thing that, of course, you write it down in the, in the evening, but also the next time in the morning becoming more aware what are the situations I really feel supported i feel joy happiness uh perhaps i could love or no, i really had uh, this good moment and it's more that your your mind already starts focusing more on the positive things mm -hmm. during the day so that in the evening you can remember them yes and if you remember them the next day you have more focus again on 
the moments uh, that were joyful and happy and and uh, pleasant and uh, yeah you can write I, down for the <laughs> I love that I love the increasing your awareness and your focus of the positive things because I think sometimes we're so busy with our businesses and our home lives and all the things that actually we can fly through the day and it gets to six seven o'clock at night I know I'm putting my kids to bed and it's like wow what you know what happened today I don't know it's just it's just the day is gone and you don't you don't really focus on, I mean, and sometimes you'll be dwelling on the bad things that have happened at that point in time as well. You'll be like, oh, I had a, you know, I had a bad call here or, oh, this really annoyed me over here. But actually trying to be more present and aware of those positive things throughout the day, I think can be really helpful for people. So I really like that. Yeah. And this is something you have to kind of train yourself for. Yes. And often we have, um, or focus what you said on the negative things, what didn't went well. And for that, you are feeding yourself like, okay, again, me. Yeah. So why did this happen to me? But if you start focusing on what went well, yeah. more things will go well. You, you're yeah. creating more of that. Like, no, where your energy goes or where your focus goes, your energy flows. And this means when your focus is on good things, more of them will appear in your life or you become more aware of them that they're already there. And Yeah, yeah and you start to create an upward spiral for yourself rather than that downward one that we spoke about. Yeah, so, and with yeah, kind of every emotion you have during the day, of course, your body is in a certain frequency. So, of course, there are these lower, you already said, the spiral, but mm. now we often in this, are in the spiral down, like uh, being uh, in fear, anxiety, shame. Mm. So these are very low frequencies. And with yes. that, uh, yeah, we, we re resonate with other situations and other people that are in the same frequency. But as soon as mm. we go over courage, we have like um, now this this positive like love and and uh, yeah really being recognized and and these kind of emotions that are in higher frequencies and therefore we attract these again mm, I love it I love it so this has been a fascinating conversation I think we've given uh listeners and watchers some great things to go away and try in their lives um and implement uh in their lives and and for the for the good of themselves and for their businesses so I really have very much enjoyed this uh this conversation together why don't you tell our listeners and watchers where they can find out more about you where you hang out online and all those things yeah, yeah, thank you so much. Um, of course, people can find me uh, on my uh, website. It is uh, spiritual-changemaker.com. Also, uh, with my name, Svanet Kunze, in Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, seeing all the social media. And uh, I have a, a special giveaway, uh, a free gift for your audience. Uh, this is a... Uh, is a a uh, six-step uh, meditation to create their own vision of life. And there we go in different steps into understanding uh, who they really are, what their vision and their mission is. And uh, I will give you the link so people, okay. if you're interested, you can uh, have this 20 minutes uh, figuring out your own vision of life and, yeah, go for that. 
Amazing. So we'll put all these uh, links in the show notes for everyone so that you can click on and find out more. Um, and also, if you want to take that uh, vision vision journey, then you can do that as well. Um, once again, Swanet, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's been a really fab conversation and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Thank you, everyone who is watching. Um, thank you, everyone who is listening. And uh, I will speak soon to you too. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got lots of value from this episode. Now, if you're struggling with any accounting things for your business, I'd love to help. Make sure you reach out to me at podcast at annetteandco.co.uk. That's podcast at annetteandco.co.uk and let me know how I can help. Of course, remember to subscribe to this podcast as well. Thanks again.